Welcome to the More Sports Now podcast. We're covering New York and New Jersey. On the line, we have our own colleague, John McAlevey. John, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing well, Steve. Looking forward to Memorial Day weekend. It's, how about that? It's, it's coming upon us. The warm weather, and we're, we're absolutely ready to go. coming off a beautiful weekend. Hopefully, we'll get another one. Let's talk about Matt Lachlan, our other colleague here at More Sports Now. He had a daily brief, and now Matt covered the Mets for years. He was a sideline reporter for the Mets before he went on to uh, to take the uh, radio spot with the Devils. And uh, he, boy, he he unleashed it on the Will Ponds, but that's not the first time he's done that on this show. We know that. And basically his stance is as long as the Will Ponds are there, the Mets are going to be a mess and again, this year they are, they appear to be a, a mess again. And, you know, let's break it down. I mean, they're not scoring runs. That's been their problem for a long time. It's probably the biggest problem now, right, John? No doubt about it. What's the old saying that the, the fish rots from the head down? Well, mm-hmm. the one constant through all these years has been the ownership. And uh, you and I, as Boston Red Sox fans, we know a thing about that. We went through such a malaise with some bad teams. And then um, I can remember my dad yelling up to me all those years ago. He read in the paper that the Red Sox team, they were for sale. And John Henry and Larry Lachino and Tom Werner came in, bought the team. And, you know, three world championships later, we know what new ownership can do. I I only feel for Mets fans, it would be nice if, if for some happenstance the Mets would go on sale, although I think that's the last thing that will ever happen. I don't think the Will Ponds will sell the team, but um, they really and truly, the fans need a break. They need a, they need a new vision. They need you know, just some new blood in there to see if they can get this thing turned around because they are the one constant. And uh, while they do put money into the club, it just seems to be giving you know bad money after bad money. You know? It just seems yeah. that they just can't get out of their own way. And you're right, Henry and crew did turn around the Red Sox. And isn't it four World Series? Did they, or was it after 2004 that it was sold? It was before 2004 when they got Theo and the whole crew. So isn't it four World Series for the Sox? You may be right. See, we've had so much success that I'm even forgetting. It's like, wow, wait a minute. You're losing count. Can you imagine? I'm forgetting all the success that I'm having. Oh, my God. The Sox went from a lousy century to a pretty darn good one so far, right? I mean, you know what? It, it must have been all those duck boat rides. I had a couple too many, a <laughs> couple of too many uh, cans of beer on those duck yeah. boat rides. So yeah, who knows? Read... But yeah, I mean the sentiment is there. I mean, yeah. they they need some influx of something or other because the Mets. I was reading in some of the New York papers. It seems that the Mets and the Jets are having a a race to the bottom of who can be the worst run franchise. Well, and, look, uh, yeah, look, what it starts with, they don't spend money, John, right? I mean, that that's yeah. they start it right there. And Matt referenced that in his daily brief. I mean, were they about 150 million or somewhere around there? They're the biggest market, the biggest market in the country. Uh, okay. So, yes, they share it with the Yankees, but listen, uh, they don't spend the money, and that's on the Will Ponds, obviously. And listen, they got the like the, they got the insurance for for David Wright, right? And now Cespedes. Let's talk about Cespedes now. And it turns out that he actually hurt, he fractured his ankle at his ranch or something. Is that is that story coming out now that he it actually? We talk about all the heels, but he actually had an injury at his ranch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mean to laugh when all this. I mean, figure the figure the mess. 
They come off a series in which they're in Miami playing against one of the worst teams in recent. Well, that's why we're all going nuts right now, right? I mean, because yeah. if you play Miami and you get what you manage nothing, you can't hit the three hits all weekend. Is is that right? They're, they're, Miami is horrendous. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're coming off that where they, the unthinkable can't happen. The Mets can't go down there and, and a lose the series. You know, two games um, out of the series, or worse, that there's no way they're they're going to get swept. Right? Well, guess what? They go down there and get swept in laughable fashion. The Marlins have a grand total of 13 wins on the season. Okay, then you come home with all of the rumors swirling about whether Mickey Calloway's job is in jeopardy and Brody Van Wagenen is a boob for the people that he's brought in. Why is Todd Frazier still in a uniform when he strikes out every time? And then they they drop this news at the press conference that. Their star slugging outfielder, who they're supposed to make $29 million this season, and he's coming off double heel surgery, okay? He injures, he fractures his foot, I guess, in multiple places, falling into a hole. He stepped into a hole. On his ranch. They're not sure. They don't really know how it happened. He may have fallen off his horse, okay? Mm-hmm. You cannot make this stuff up. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And let's go back to the Red Sox. Do you remember Cespedes was with the Sox? He had a cup of coffee with the Sox at the end of the year. And this he was a bona fide star. This guy could hit. He was coming from the A's. This was a few years ago. The Red Sox did not like him, and they needed someone in the middle of their lineup. They needed a power hitter. They they were, did not like him. So there's a lot of a lot of teams. He he moved around quite a bit early because it seems like organizations just didn't like him, despite he can hit the way. He can so now of course they the, couldn't wait to get rid of him. yeah the Mets buy in and you know as and even Kevin Kernan mentioned this when we, last time we had him on the show he doesn't even want to play baseball it's it seems that way doesn't it but I mean look at now now you got these heel injuries what the hell is that and and uh and now he breaks his ankle oh my goodness it's just a mess it's just a mess he's never healthy mm-hmm. and when he's, he's in the line and when he is in the lineup man the guy can hit so the, the and the oh, Mets the right? Mets they he helps the Mets but without him, you know and and this, so the deal clearly the deal they they made with him is a disaster at this point you can look at it that way but then you got that insurance money I you know right you get that you know even with See, David he's, Wright he's, you, played, you, he's played just 119 games in the last three years ugh. of his four year contract wow yeah and most of the time it's muscular stuff it's that strained quad that never. Never got better. Then remember, he came under fire for in season playing golf, and that's when yeah, he, but you know, and then, and then his, uh, look, it's the optics are bad. Showing up to spring training with the two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghinis, a different one every day, and a different color, and all that. I mean, come on, that show. Yeah. It's a bad show. It's it. Let's look. It's great for you know you know uh, to cover and take pictures of and and laugh about. But I mean, where's the priorities there? I mean, and you know, I look. I guess you can't control the injuries. I'm sure. Does he want to be on the field? Does he want to be on the field? I, 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 I would, I would like think it. he I guess would. The only positive is that if he were um, there, there would be a, we wouldn't have to see the contest of who's going to run to first. Lower him or Robinson Cano, who's not going to 
try and get out of the right. And that, you know, did you see that display uh, well, over the weekend? I, I no, I did not. I did not hear of that one. So what? He was jogging it off the first. I mean, listen. See, there's a man on first. I don't know if there's one out or there's or there's no outs. And he hits a tapper in front of the plate. The Miami catcher does a great job. Bounces from his crouch, picks up the ball before it goes foul. Fires to second base. Okay, and the second baseman catches the ball, steps on the bag, and looks over and, and sees Robinson Cano standing at home plate arguing with the umpire that the ball was foul. He could have walked Man. the ball to first base himself rather than run it over to complete the double play. He stood there. He didn't run. Didn't even get out of the box. Jeez. Didn't yeah. even get out of the box. And this yeah. is a guy who's had a history of that, even when he played for the Yankees. Remember, he's the guy who's too cool for school, and he doesn't really run. One thing when you're banging out 35 home runs and knocking in 115 right. RBIs, it's another thing when you stink right now. Right. And listen, let's face it, even with Seattle, it wasn't like he was a superstar. He's getting paid superstar numbers, but he, he, come on, he didn't put up superstar numbers. Come on, he put up margin. I mean, come on, he's you know probably better than average. Can we say that? I mean, well, I don't know what his average is at Seattle. If I were to guess, I'd say he was somewhere he was pretty good. He had two, good 275. Years. Well, yeah, 275, 280, maybe 22 home runs, maybe, you know, around 100 RBIs. I mean, that's yeah, that's those are pretty good. Numbers. That's not solid. That money, that's solid. Not but that's that not money. that's not off the chart. Superstar, you know, 30 million dollars a year money, John. It's not. You yeah, know, well, but, let me tell you, when you're batting 250 with three home runs and 13 RBIs and you hit one of those home runs on opening day and knock in three runs, that's not getting it done. Get your butt out of the batter's box and run to first base. Oh, base, no, okay? absolutely. I'm not defending him for a second. And, hey, listen, you know, and you know what's going to happen. He's going to get a little, what he always does, what what Cano always does. He'll get hot in the, in the second. Well, it didn't happen last year because he had the PED problem, which is another story. But, you know, you know, he'll get hot in the second half, maybe, you know, end up with 18 home runs, batting 270, 280, you know, and you're going to be like, okay, that's an okay year. But it's, you know, I don't know. Is he a winning ball player? I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it, Listen, they they brought him over here. That right. was and, and let's start pointing the finger at Brody Van Wagenen. They brought him over here. Yeah, he was the guy. He was part of that centerpiece of the Edwin Diaz trade to bring the fireball and closure in. Who's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite frankly, I thought he was going to be better. He's been lights out in Seattle, and he's been good with the Mets, but he hasn't been lights out. But Cano is the guy that brought him over. He's a you know, mid to late 30s guy. I think he's around 36, 37. And he's the guy that's got to be the veteran in the room. He's got to be the adult there to bring the, the Pete Alonzos and the Brandon Nimmos and the Michael Confortos of the world. You know, show them what it's like to be a professional. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, if it weren't for Pete Alonzo, this team would be unwatchable. Yeah. This kid has burst onto the scene. He's only hitting two fifty. but how, how about this? He's got a fun- 15 dongs and 35 RBIs. He is unbelievable to watch. The ball comes off of his bat. It's like a howitzer when it comes off of his bat. Uh, absolutely. I was talking last last show. We were talking about the Mets. He, he blasted a ball to center field. It just like was a, it was you know, straight over the fence. Still go. I mean, he he crushes the ball. And you know, yeah. he's an exciting player, a fun player, a guy with some fire and some passion. It's like wow. Well, the Mets got got someone there. Uh, yeah, so, that, and, and then yeah. he steps up to the microphone after the games, and he's like a seasoned veteran. He's a kid, and yeah. he's the one that's yeah. like trying to lead this this mm-hmm. group. I mean, talk about leading by example. You look at 
you look at uh, Cano who doesn't even get out of the box, and then you watch this guy bust it down the line right. and talk yeah. like he's been in the league for 15 years. Another guy, Jeff McNeil. Where yeah. would they be without Jeff McNeil? A guy's hitting three thirty. He leads the team in hits on base mm-hmm. percentage. He just hits the wherever you put him, mm-hmm. the guy hits the ball. And Conforto you know? will come around. Conforto's going to come yeah, around. Who knows? We've you been know? waiting for Conforto for a while. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like there's a pretty good base there, right? Alonzo, McNeil, you got Conforto, uh, Rosario. I mean, look, they got you know, and then the pitching. Come on, Syndergaard, Degrom, Mats. Uh, look, Wheeler. I mean, the, the, you know, uh, and yes, they've all had nagging injuries, um, which is, you know, another issue in, in Major League Baseball in general is keeping pitchers healthy uh, all across the league. But it seems like the Mets have gotten that quite a bit. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's always something. I mean, DeGrom already had some problems this year. I mean, Syndergaard's had nagging stuff. And then Mats and, and Wheeler also. So uh, keeping these guys healthy. You said the bullpen's been okay. Uh, you know, Diaz has been good. Um, the rest, you know, questionable. And again, if you're not if you're not hitting the ball, man, you, you got a mess, right? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, the pitching has been been. You know, I mean, suspect at best. I yeah, mean, they have not been great. Yeah, and, and that was what they were going to, uh, you know, hold their hat on to. They were going to say that we're going to go as far as our pitching has, because we know that our batting is not so great, and the pitching just has not. Um, has not held up, at least to date. Yeah. I mean, DeGrom, who, who could have come coming off the year that he had last year, nobody could duplicate that. And um, and he certainly hasn't. His ERA is hovering around four. Syndergaard, as you mentioned, has been, you know, men's and men's. He hasn't been good. The other guys have been sort of banged up. Mm-hmm. The, the one that really hurts is that Zach Wheeler in the second half of last year was outstanding. And mm-hmm. you thought you had maybe a a solid one, two, three, and him as your three starter. You thought, listen, we're cooking with gas here, but he just has not been able to uh, to replicate that second half of last year. And, and so, um, when you're not keeping the other team off the board, it's hard for you to win when you can't put points yeah. on the board. So yeah. it's yeah. sort of a double-edged sword here with these guys. Let's go back to you mentioned Brody Van Wagenen. Uh, so. It's not the first time an agent was hired. I mean, what uh, Arizona hired Dave Stewart for two years, and that didn't work out. But here are the Mets in a position. They, they got a guy. You, you figure you want a guy with front office experience. You got a guy who had, with none. I mean, that's a gamble itself. Some of his moves, and he's defending. He says he has no regrets. And some of, you know, look, and he's made some moves, and he was aggressive in the offseason. So at least, you know, Mets fans were seeing some moves and some action going on instead of them sitting on their hands, you know. But still, it's, uh, you know, and look, there, there are a few games under 500, right? Oh, by the way, the Nationals are horrible. And so then they beat yeah. the Nationals uh, just yesterday. So, you know, they're not out of it, but. I mean, no. after after that Miami series, everybody's sounding the alarm. Like this team is horrible. What are you guys doing? You can't even do. You can't, couldn't do anything. That was just a horrible weekend. Yes. So but you talk, you mentioned Brody Van Wagenen, yeah. and it was an outside of the box choice to bring him in. And um, you look at the folks that he's brought in. I mean, Cano and Diaz certainly haven't lit the world on fire. That was the that was the big centerpiece. He brings in Wilson Ramos, who's been really bad. He's hitting two thirty-three. He's only got two home runs. Um, Todd Frazier, I mean, yeah. he didn't necessarily bring him in, but he's been 
awful and they're standing yeah. by him i know yeah, no, of course guy. i am a Rutgers guy awful. huge fan but he's just i mean he hasn't been good he's less, done yeah he's done mm-hmm. he's done how about keon broxton he brought him in mm-hmm. the guy still hasn't hit a home run hitting 143 and they finally had to you know dfa him so i mean he he the people that he's brought in have really been bad mm-hmm. you know they've been really been bad and so this starts to you know fall on him especially when in the off season he talked a big game. Like, uh, we were, we're going to compete for championships every year. I mean, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. to compete for championships? Yeah. He threw the gauntlet down. Like, yeah. you know, he made his moves, and then he basically called out the rest of the National League East. Like, come get some. We're, we're open for business here. Come play us. Yeah, and the team stinks. And then, you know, he had to make some tough moves, too. And I mean, like, Diaz came over with, he had to take Cano. He had to take that contract, right? And so yeah. he's been good. And Cano's been just kind of what you figured from Cano. Maybe not. I figured you get a little more from Cano, but you didn't. I, I, did you think Cano was going to come in and just be in the middle of that lineup and just wreck it? I mean, I, no one thought that, right? Well, I mean, I, I don't know that, that I didn't think that would be the case. I just figured that he would be better than he's. I mean, he's not 40, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? I mm-hmm. mean, let's take a look here. He, he, last year, even though he had the PED thing, he still hit 300. Mm-hmm. You know, he had 10 oh, home 300, runs. The year huh? before that, mm-hmm. 23 home runs, 97 RBIs. The year before that, 39 home runs, 103 RBIs. Wow, he had 39, he had home, 39 runs, home runs? RBIs. Wow. I mean, he's, and he's hitting 298, 287, 314. He's falling off a cliff this year. Steve. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had. I had he's a winning player when he when he's out there and he wants to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know his numbers were that that they're a little higher than I thought they were. Wow. Okay. So. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the guy's a hall of famer. There's no. Oh, there's doubt no. About yeah, that. yeah. I mean, yeah, he can play. I still believe. I can't. I can't believe he left the Yankees. I really. I, I was just surprised he went west and and didn't sign with the Yankees early. Uh, Money but, talks, yeah, baby. Yeah, it clearly does in that case. So yeah, and, so so. And how about how about real quickly on the New York Yankees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just keep winning. Yeah, they keep winning, man. They've got they have to wear name tags out on the <laughs> field because nobody knows who these people are. Uh-huh. And they're winning. They're in first place, and they're they're missing all of their guns. Stanton hasn't had an at bat this year. Yeah, Judge has had a couple. Yeah, I mean, so go down the list. What's his name? Severino hasn't thrown mm-hmm. a pitch. And the Bombers are 12 games over 500 and in first place. It's amazing. Aaron Boone, amazing. Yeah, he's Brian done a great Jackson, job. Amazing. Caught a lot of heat last year, but he, you know, he's done a good job this year. And then, yeah, and they're, they're you know, plug and play players that they're, they're doing a good job. And Cashman's done a good job as well. And we'll see, though. It's a long season. They still have some holes, but they'll get some guys back that that'll help them. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't have them as a lock of the, uh, with all those injuries. I still wouldn't have them as a lock from the, in the AL East. I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to hang around, but there's the Sox, four and a half out, and they're playing well too. So, yeah. a long season. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll they're see what happens on. moving forward. And uh, we'll That's have to get Matt we... back on for and, and talk Mets. I mean, Matt uh, uh, had some uh, uh, a couple things with the Devils today. So, uh, so, but we'll, next time we'll uh, we'll have a chat with him about his Mets because uh, you know again after that uh, after that daily brief he, he he's feeling he's he's feeling he's a little uh, he's a little fed up man with what's going on with the Mets and I, I but that's I think part. He's ready to I think he's ready to drop the T in that song 
and he wants to change it to meet the mess, meet the mess. <laughs> Come on out and greet the mess. All right. All right, and that'll do it for this week on moresportsnow.com. Check out our site. We got a lot more than just podcasts on the site. We've got uh, a daily brief that we do, which is a minute piece. We've got a blog. We write regular articles. So check that out. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And we're on Twitter as well. For myself, Steve Titchener, John McAlevey, we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.